Welcome to the Stay Out of My Fridge podcast, formerly known as the Beard Laws podcast. We're your host, Beard Laws, Brandon J. McDermott, and you've been whacking off, serve up a delicious blend of discussions just as diverse as the contents of your fridge. Join us as we delve into a smorgasbord of topics ranging from the savory to the sweet to the cheesy to the spicy. Expect no shortage of surprises as we explore everything from the spoils of spoiled milk to the hidden treasures of your meat drawer. We're going to dish out some vegetable jokes, sprinkle in some food puns, and garnish our conversations with a generous helping of humor. Whether you're a culinary connoisseur or just someone who loves a good laugh, Stay Out of My Fridge is the perfect podcast to satisfy your appetite for entertainment. So grab a snack, pull up a chair, and join us as we serve up a delectable feast for your ears. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Episode 79, interview with Dylan Kleckler. We're a little bit late. I know, such slackers. Late. We're having a little bit of some technical difficulties. This time, we cannot blame Logan, though. StreamYard, uh, thank you. You're absolutely amazing. But we're just having a little bit of some technical difficulties getting Dylan in here. He's going to continue to work on that, and uh, we're going to continue to do this. So for anybody that doesn't know, Dylan Kleckler. I feel bad for you. Just Google him. He is by far the toughest guest that we've ever had. And if any of the other guests or any of the other people on the show Dylan want to uh, want to say that uh, that he's not any tougher, well, I want you to say it to his face. And we can see that big, beautiful man right backstage. So we know we're ready to go. And uh, yeah, so obviously, guys, this is episode 79. And uh, Dylan has a big fight coming up on the 30th. And we're going to talk all about that. And it's going to be round two. All right. Something that a lot of his opponents don't usually make it to. And, um, well, you know, that's just me giving some jabs and trying to see how many boxing terms that I can so that I can get in there. And thankfully, there's no 10 count on us being late. But uh, according to me, Laura was the first one here. So, uh, What's up, Laura? All the way from across the sea. We got that. We oh, look at this amazing crew. We appreciate you. We got Liam, one of the most gorgeous white beards I've ever seen. 
And then we got Silky. What's up, Silky? I'm glad you made it. I hope everything is going well with you. And I hope everything is going well with all you amazing, amazing people. Yeah, that's what happened. Logan forgot. Well, Logan didn't forget the snacks. Logan forgot to get the snacks for a dude who's in training. Turns out. You can't have all this beef jerky and, uh, you know, this top shelf liquor and ho-hos and all this. We got to stop because, you know, he is in training. So you can't put it in there. It's okay, Logan. What Dylan's eating backstage is actually, um, it's hay and water. Yeah. Yeah. And in Miami, maybe the hay is wrapped in like, I think they got a lot of good tacos or something on there. Fish. We're going to say fish. Lots of fish. Lots of fish. So let's do the intro. And uh, like I said, so we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give Dylan a little more time. Like I said, we're having some technical difficulties. We're gonna get through it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna run the intro. You'll see me and Logan, and then we'll get Dylan in here as soon as we have this figured out. So, Logan, you ready? Yeah, I'm here. Might yeah, he's well. good enough. Let's do it. All Let's right. Do it. Yep. Here we are. I did it. I did it. And yeah, Logan forgot the snacks. Dylan is mad. What's up, bearded tater turtle? Hey, hey, hey. Shout out Squeaks Bear. What's up? What's up? Oh, Nick was first. Hey, I just said, according to what I saw on the YouTubes through the stream yard, that's what I saw. I saw Laura. So, all right, Nick's coming in like, hey, I was first. Joe Myers was first last week. I wonder why he wasn't first this week. Looks like Dylan's got it figured out. We're super excited. Yeah, he's back there. Flexing. He's like flexing. He's like Logan. Logan, this is I'm what out. happens. These are this is what you're gonna get because you messed up my snacks. No, yeah. I can't eat all that. I don't like hay and water. Yeah, and every once in a while I want a burrito and a ho ho. Yeah, and ho ho sounds like. I mean, today. he's already been on. The, I, I know, we know, today. I know, we know, but like, I think when he's mad, that's probably what he sounds like. Oh, I don't know. I would not like to see him mad. No, I'm neither. a little scared. If you guys didn't see the intro work, tell me you're not a little bit intimidated by that and slightly turned on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Dylan, bad boy Kleckler. Make sure, of course, you guys check him out. He's got the upcoming fight that we're going to talk about. And there's there's just so many cool things about this fight that I'm super excited to talk about. But uh, obviously, guys, round two with Dylan. And uh, before we do this, I'm not trying to, like, set the mood, like, a little sad or anything like that. But I do want to give a huge special shout-out to Natalie Johnston, who might be the toughest person that I have seen, that I know, because she went through a kidney surgery today, kicked ass, and I'm super excited, you know, that everything went well. Um, so speedy recovery to Natalie. Make sure all you guys think about her. And, uh, you know, if you're into the whole praying and all of that stuff, keep her in your thoughts, keep her in your prayers, um, you know, for a speedy recovery. Um, yeah, she she just, from what I'm told from Aaron, she absolutely kicked ass today. And there was an actual picture of the kidney, and it absolutely doesn't look like a kidney. It looks like some of Dylan's opponents back in the day. Ooh, and I'm super, um, super, super excited. Shout out to the uh, to the to the medical staff that did a phenomenal job to one of the not only our friends but the friends of the show and the Talking Beards Network. So shout out Natalie, Speedy Cheers, Recovery. Natalie. Cheers, everybody, to Natalie, Speedy Recover. We love you guys. So you know, um, yeah. Shout out to that, and uh, just wanted to do that. So make sure you guys obviously keep in your your thoughts and whatever else. Ah, coffee. All right. So um, usually we would get into some news, but uh, we don't have a news segment anymore. We're going to try to figure that out. And uh, yeah, but either way, we're live on the Talking Beards Network. So what's up, Talking Beards Network? And uh, you guys can check them out on their show with Scott and Aaron every Tuesday, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They have an amazing 
news guy, speaking of news, at least in my opinion. And uh, yeah, they got they got something a little bit special every single week. So guys, show them some love. What we're going to do real quick, we're going to play a little video from one of our friends. And then Dylan is ready to go. We're going to bring him in. I hate to wait uh, any longer. So let's do... All right, Logan, I'm going to let you pick A or B. Mm, yes. Okay. My bro day is better than toilet paper. You see, toilet paper just smears your poop all over the place and never leaves you with that successful wipe you're looking for. The Bro Day works just like a shower. It uses a clean stream of water to wash away all the poop from your bum, leaving you just needing to pat dry with a towel or some toilet paper. You can even control the pressure with just a twist of the knob, and it's even got a front wash for the ladies out there. If you're looking for a better alternative to toilet paper, you need to try the Bro Day. So here's telling you what not only is our guest dylan kleckler somebody that kicks some ass this bro day kicks some ass but it kind of does kick you in the ass because that toilet water super cold i didn't get the uh i didn't get the heated model so in the middle of winter and the water's a little bit cold yeah you're getting some cold water up that butts holes but i'm gonna tell you what not only are you gonna save on toilet paper it's gonna give yourself one of the cleanest butts holes in the entire neighborhood maybe even the entire county maybe the entire state did you use the fun one for the women yet uh, yeah, so yeah, it turns yeah. out if you use the front spray that is for the women, it shoots really high pressure water right to your balls and it doesn't feel good. So, <laughs> fellas, make sure you use the rear for the rear. Ladies, use the front for you. Read the directions. Yeah, guys. you don't even really have to read the directions. You just have to have a half a brain, which turns out, and I did, but you know what? If I'm going to sit on there and use that for a day, I want to know product what it works. And, uh, it's all about product Yeah, it turns out, yeah, it's a really cold spray, but it does a phenomenal job. We go, can go on and on and on. And get yourself one at ProDay.co. At least we know Matt's balls are clean. Balls were clean, and it is the, they even describe it as the Skidmark Terminator. So, guys, check it out, ProDay.co. Yeah, there's always some shit talk going on, and it's not always between me and Logan. That's right. And uh, speaking of some shit talk, I bet you Dylan is a pretty good shit talker because, you know, well, not only has he been a uh, in the MMA, not only is he in the bare-knuckle fight uh, BKFC, because I always forget the F and the C, I'm assuming it was fight, but he's going to let us know about that, and he's going to be in BKFC 17, which you guys are going to check out on April 30th. He's going to be in Alabama, a place that most people I heard in Alabama can't even spell. And that's Birmingham. I'm pretty sure it's Birmingham. Either way, I got it written down in the notes. But I forgot where it was going. But, yeah, either way, yeah. Um, yeah, he played some football and all that. No. No, that's just a bad idea. That's a bad idea. So uh, let's just uh, do the quick intro. Dylan, you ready? He's ready. Look at that guy. Has he never not been ready? He's like, yeah. He took a deep breath, and he's like, he's thinking about that bidet. He's like, he why? He's, like, he's, going, this. he's going to my trainer. Why don't I have one of these? Right, and right. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get you one, Dylan. Don't worry about I'd that. Probably get him ready for the fight a little bit better, knowing that he's clean down there. Yeah. What are you saying? He's not clean down there? I don't know. I've never been down there. I'm just guessing. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, let's do this. As mentioned, tonight's guest is Dylan Kleckler. He's a man who trains in Miami, the city where the heat is on all night on the beach, running to the break of dawn. A man who runs down the street in 90-degree heat with boxing gloves on, chasing a truck, punching the trainer, and somehow does it with a smile on his face. At least I think it's a smile. A man who goes pinky up. 
when he's drinking his coffee because he's nothing but class. A man who has such a nice beard, he knows how hard it is to eat ribs. So instead of eating them, he just goes out in the ring and breaks ribs. A man that is going to scare many future boyfriends away from his kids. A man who can throw a weighted ball almost 50 feet. Yes, yeah, seriously, he could probably throw Logan 50 feet. A man that does what he loves for who he loves. A man who is back for round two with the Beard Loss crew. A man that we're proud to call our bearded brother, the one, the only, Dylan Cluckler. What's up, dude? That was, one hell, that was one hell of an intro, man. Yes, we did it again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was, uh, and that was a parody. So Will Smith, I know you're probably watching and your song like Miami, like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't steal anything. It's okay. We, yeah. I was, I was a parody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So obviously, man, thank you for taking some time. Uh, obviously you are a busy, busy dude and we're super excited to have you back for round two. And I'm glad you figured out the technical, uh, difficulties. We have them every show. You, you would think that me being an IT guy, I'd have that shit figured out by now, but it turns out, uh, yeah. Turns out I don't have it out yet, but I'm glad you made it. And uh, yeah, great intro. Hey, what's up? Josh says hello. What's up, Josh? Josh did some sweet custom artwork. Let's see if I can do this without breaking shit. Check that out. That's me oh, that's as a nice. zombie head. <laughs> Not much nice. different than when he wakes up in the morning. No, the and then then he's got then he's got Billy Gibbons somewhere over there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Shout out Dylan. Stuff. He uh, Room Green Productions. Just a just a class. Just an absolute amazing dude. Speaking of amazing dudes, um, obviously round two. We're back. We're glad to have you. You're the first guest that we've ever had come back twice, and we will always remember our first. So, um, what we want to start off, you know, obviously, congrats on the last win. We uh, we were watching it backstage, as you know, we were going nuts. And, uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, you uh, you finally got to enjoy, you know, just like you do after every win. You got to go out and enjoy it a little bit. But, yeah, it was it was uh, it was really uh, it, was, it was a cool experience, you know, for us to watch, because self-admittingly, I haven't watched a lot of the BKFC. You know what I mean? And then, you know, now that we're uh, yeah. we're following you along the journey, we were stoked. And uh, we went through and there, there was no money on the line just for fun. We we're like, we're going to pick every winner. Right. So naturally, there was a lot more beards in the event than I thought. So I went yeah. all beards, every single one. Yeah. Turns out a lot of the beards uh, uh, didn't do as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but we're glad that our favorite beard did fantastic. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we watched the yeah, interview my... after with, um, I forget her name. And, uh, yeah, you just, you absolutely nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. Yeah. It was so, a good uh, night, man. It was a quick, quick, easy win. Uh, I wouldn't yes. say easy because I trained my ass off for it. Man, I lost lost twenty five pounds before that fight. Uh, down yeah, in was, Miami Heat. Yeah, and it was something that you said well. Um, something about how you're, you, you know what I mean. You train hard. You know what I mean, and, and you're very prepared. And obviously, this isn't a quote because I'm going to butcher it. But something how you know the harder you train, the harder you work, the faster the fight yeah. is. You know, you could tell how hard you trained and how well you were prepared because you know you even talked about how you were, you know, preparing him to rush you. You know what I mean? And then you just kind of went in, you picked your spots, you took advantage of it, and uh, down he went. 24 seconds later, that's history. Yes. yes. That's a pretty yes. good game but... plan, Dylan. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, the less fighting you have to do with someone else, the better. Less chance, less chance you got of being hit. Less chance <laughs> less you know it's going to be all in the back of your head. So Because yeah. it, only, it only takes one. Right. Prepare and fight first, <laughs> yes. and then yeah. go in the fight. 
Yeah, no, that's. I like a, your game plan. Yeah, and in in for anybody that doesn't know, Dylan is obviously in the heavyweight division. So, like he said, yeah. it can only take one, yeah, and that's really you know it was it was about three or four that it took for him, but it was one shot to the ribs, and they were done like the McRibs at McDonald's because they're limited edition, <laughs> you know. Um, so obviously, one question that we start every guest off is is you know the whole what you got to uh, what you got into you know into TikTok. We already answered that, so we don't need to. So. Um, we just want to know, like, how has, or if you've even noticed, has uh, TikTok either maybe helped you in your brand or potentially, you know, has it helped you kind of, you know, through the training process, maybe stay mentally focused or maybe like a little bit of an entertainment release or anything like that? Yeah, uh, man, I, I love watching the TikTok videos. Uh, the, the, my social media person that does them for me. Mm-hmm. She does a great job, and she puts a lot, a lot of my kids in there, and you know, adds little songs to it. Man, it's cool. Um, I, I catch myself watching, watching my own videos all the time of just my, you know, my daughters and my wife and stuff. There's in them. Um, she does a great job. Uh, as far as that, man, you know, TikTok is just, you know, it's, I can't say that it's. I mean, it definitely helped brand me because you know I have a, I think I'm up to like twelve thousand followers, something like that. So it definitely there's a lot of people, you know, out there that, that are following me from it. So it's got to be helping the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, just, it's, it's interesting to me how people are so interested in, in my life. Because, you know, before before I had a TikTok, I, you know, and like, I, like I said, before, the first interview, TikTok was brand new. I think I had it two weeks when I, when I did my first interview with y'all. So, you yep. know, it's, it's, it's cool how so many people are, are in, in, interested in, you know, like what you're doing, how you're training. Um, you know, your, your family life, your personal life. It, it, it's cool, man. It's cool to me. I like it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It, 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 it's like you said, it's cool because people can kind of see a different view. You know, they may see you as, yeah. you know, the fighter that you are, but then to see the family man that you also are, it's, it's a yeah, cool thing in the, in the hard work and dedication and, and everything like that. So speaking of the fight, April 30th, Birmingham, Alabama, BKFC 17 versus Burns. You guys are the main event, and it's also a heavyweight eliminator fight. Um, so more or less, that means the winner would get a chance at the heavyweight championship. Is that correct? That's right. That's correct. The, uh, nice. The winner of this bout will fight the winner of Joey Beltran, who is the current uh, heavyweight champion. I, I'm, he's fighting uh, Shoemaker. Okay. And I think they're fighting May 21st, I believe is their date. Nice. So that's going to be a cool one to go to and watch. Absolutely. Um, Do you know where that one is yet? Or I want to say that one's in uh, Miami at the Dolphin Stadium, Miami. Oh, wow. That's wild. I think it's the Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. So it's it's a big deal. It's a big event. They're going to have a bunch of good fights on that card. A bunch of good ones. Nice. That'll be exciting. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll, uh, then we'll get to see who you get to take on in the heavyweight. I'm super excited. So, um, yeah, you know, obviously let's, you know what I mean? Obviously there's, you know, the, the obvious answer, like it's going to mean everything, but I like, what would you say, or how would you describe, like, what is it going to mean to get that title shot in, uh, in the BKFC? Man, when I, when I first, when I first jumped into this sport, um, you know, I jumped into it with my, my, um, my trainer of 10 years. He was my best friend, my go-to guy. I did my first fight in Oxford, uh, Mississippi with him. Um, he passed away two days, two days after that. He had a, he had a uh, massive heart attack. Um, when me and him started this, you know, this, this was our goal, man, to, to get that belt 
to uh and this this was my my big contract my big break and uh ever since every since that man it's, it's like you know things have just been lining themselves up in the right order and it to be honest with you it's been besides the hard work i put into it every day which is all i you know that, that that's my part that's what i do everything's yep. just been put in front of me and i've just been you know just it's 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 out you know i, I call it breadcrumbs i'm just following the breadcrumbs man it's, it's leading me down this path and it's got me this far um and I don't, I don't feel like it stops with Burns, you know. I feel like it, this is just, this is just another one um, to get me to where I want to be. Uh, I, you know, I, I set out, man. I, I put in the work for it. Uh, I can't say I've ever trained this hard, and I can't say that I've ever been in this this good of shape. I said this in my last fight. I said, you know, this is the best shape I've ever been in. I'm actually in better shape now than I was then. So it's, it's getting better. Um, yes. Just when I think I'm done, it, you know, something, something happens, and then. Here I'm in a better situation, so I'm just gonna keep Absolutely. riding this wave, man, until it, until it crashes with me. Yes, yeah, that's a good thing. Keep following those breadcrumbs, and uh, yeah, it seems yeah, like man. you have a, you know, what I mean, you have a, you have a good, uh, you know, camp. You have a, you have a good crew. It's, it's pretty cool. And like we kind of mentioned earlier in the TikToks, you even, you know, you see a little bit of that. You know, you see a little bit of some yeah. other people training with you. You know, some of the people in there, and it's, uh, it, it's a real cool thing. So one question I wanted to ask you too is obviously there's some other fighters, and I was just curious, like, do you know Mike Richmond, who's also on the card? Because that dude has a pretty sweet stash. He's going against uh, Marcel Stamps. I didn't know if you guys ever crossed paths yeah. or anything, but he's got a nice mustache. I've seen, I wanted to... I've seen him before. Yeah, I've seen him before. I know you're talking about. Yeah, he does have a nice yeah. stash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's nice, right? Like it just he reminds yeah. you of like those old school boxing movie. You know what I mean? Like the old school, yeah. just kind of that mentality, old, with the sweet curl up at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I am assuming that's what he's going for. But I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna pick him in in my in my uh, my for fun go to. Yeah, he's gonna be one. So. <laughs> Um, so one thing that I kind of saw and you kind of hinted about it a little bit was um, um, we, we got to see a little bit, you know, whether it was, you know, through Instagram or, or any of the social medias, a little bit of kind of like your pre-fight routine. You know what I mean? Um, so I just kind of wanted to say that, like, I don't think a lot of people really realize, you know, what happens before the fights and like how you guys go and there's a schedule. And, you know, because like we just see as, as viewers and fans, we see here's the card. Here's the yeah. fight, then the next fight, then the next fight. So I didn't know if you just kind of want to just talk a little, you're not into do details or, you know, give away anything, but just a little bit about, you know, the, the lead up, the, the pre-fight stuff that, you know, you kind of do behind the stage and behind the cameras and stuff, you know? Uh, the, the, um, the professional part of it is trying to time up your warm up to when you go out. Yeah. Well, BKSC is, it's crazy backstage. You wouldn't believe how many people are actually in one locker room so um and and then they have you know they have they have catch catch fights which a catch fight if you know if there's a fight that ends real early they'll throw that catch fight in there or if all the fights run in order then they'll throw it in, in the very end so you never know they actually threw the catch fight in right before me it was the two girls that actually absolutely it was the, they, they won fight of the night they were actually absolutely killing each other in there it went all yeah. five rounds it was a war that, that yeah, was the catch of the night. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Good. So, like, is uh, um, I, I, and that's curious. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's something that I've heard about, but I've never, you know, got to talk to somebody about them. Like, that's a that's an interesting concept. Like, I wonder how you go into your night as as the catch fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, well, knowing me, that you're the me. catch fight, but if you yeah. catch your opponent right, then you might land yourself on a card. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
they the the girl that was in our corner, she warmed up for from the moment we got there till she had to warm up warmed up for at least ten or fifteen rounds before she actually went on. She you know she didn't know when she was gonna go, so she she just stayed warming up the whole time. And wow, I, I think, that's a yeah, long day. And then it went and it went into a five round fight. So man, if she would have had those extra ten rounds in you know in her in her in her win. She 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 might have pulled that fight off. Who knows? She warmed up for hours, man, hours. And then yeah, went to that's a, a, you know, and five that's something you days. don't see. Yeah, that's something you don't see behind the scenes either. And you might think like, yeah. wow, this person is gassed. Well, no shit, they warmed up for fifteen rounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she warmed up the entire from the moment she got backstage till she went out. She warmed up the entire time. Wow. So, um, so as you're running down the street, yeah, the, the preparation it's pretty it's pretty simple. I mean, you just you get a light sweat rolling, then you you, you sit down and kind of kind of chill out for a minute. You get up, you work for another two or three minutes. You don't want to do too much. You don't want to do too little. You want to have a nice little sweat going, uh, yep. stretch good. Make sure you're make sure you're warm when you go out. There's, there's really no secret to it. It's uh, you know anybody who's done a couple of fights has had hopefully done it done it that way. But there's a lot of you know a lot of different opinions. A lot you could probably ask five people and get five different answers. Um, yeah. Some people think that you should be you know warming up for ten minutes right before and, and then go out. Some people think you know it's it's tomato tomato. It's, it's it's whatever your whatever your trainer believes works for them or whatever's worked for you in, in your your past your past fights. It's, um, you know it's 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 a so if I'm if I'm going to get in a fight with my wife, should I have a sweat built up or should I? <laughs> Calm down for three or four minutes before I go into the ring with her to get killed. What I what I would do with my wife is I would take a walk and cool off, and I I I'd yell like she was in front of me. But then when I got home, I'd be okay. Because my wife my wife would probably <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, are you my like me who fun. yells at her when she's not there? <laughs> yeah, she's she's full yeah, blooded Italian. Uh, and I'm, oh, his wife would pound yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you get you get. You gotta wait till that beard gets back a little, a little more, and then, you, then, then she won't want to argue with you. You're That's right. You're right. Be like, Woman. Yeah. Just give her that look, right man. Now, like, flop that beard at her. Brush it. Right, just, brush it with your beard. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. She'll leave you alone. Like, oh yeah. I'll play some like <laughs> kick-ass Rocky music in the background. Yeah. You guys, speaking of epic on. mustaches. Remember, we were just talking, Robert. Uh, so obviously this is Dylan in the in the BKFC, and we were just talking about um, Mike Richmond in the old school. Robert Baker has one of the most epic. Well, he does have the most epic because he just won um, the tw- he's the 2020 Mustache National Champion. All right, wow. and this guy he's actually in a movie right now. You can barely see, but it's kind of like this old school mentality with the big mustaches and. Yeah, yeah, this guy's stash is amazing. And like I said, you can barely see it in there, but guys, check. Yeah. I'm just, I, I know Robert, you're an amazing dude, um, but your stash is amazing too. And he's new to the, newer to the TikTok. Stash is better. Yeah, in the in the TikTok, he's new to there and he's done some cool things with there. So uh, congrats. Uh, I haven't really talked with you, but congrats on getting into that movie and everything. I just I just had to throw it out there because it ties into the, sure. to the whole bare knuckle thing. So you're running down the street. With boxing gloves, punching the trainer in the back of the truck. This is a this is a thing they do when they're working out. I'd have to imagine you get some looks, you get some comments. What is one of the funniest thing that you can remember that somebody might have said as you were kind of running down the street, as if you were, you know, little Mike and uh, and, and Mike Tyson punch out. Man, 
Uh, so long, long story short, I bought this truck. Um, I, I used to have a really nice Jeep, man. I sold my Jeep and I bought this little truck that doesn't fit either one of my girls. And I, I basically just use it to get to, to training and back. Yep. And my wife gives me the hardest time. Like, why did you buy that stupid truck? So <laughs> I drive it 10 hours to Miami and I turn it into like the gym truck. So I put a, now I buy like a luggage rack for the bumper and I, you know, I put a, a punching bag on it. And, uh, you know, my, my, my coach stands in the back holding mitts and we're driving on a block punching this thing. And the first time we did it, man, people were coming outside with video cameras and, you know, taking pictures of us. It, it was nuts. It was nuts. Um, first thing I did was send the pictures to my wife and say, see, I told you, I told you buying this truck was a genius idea. So got, <laughs> it's tougher to, to say, it's easier to say I told you so 10 hours away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see, she didn't understand. I had a vision. I had a vision for this truck and, and it finally all came out. So yeah, this, I'm, I'm writing it off on my taxes as a, a gym, gym equipment. Hey, I like the way. She that... probably had a vision when you guys got married too, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and I'd have to imagine that like there's not a lot of smart ass comments being you're thrown away because you are an absolute beast who's running down the street, punching more or less somebody right. in a truck. Like who's going to be like, oh, look at that pussy. Yeah, hey, what you what are you going <laughs> there's not a lot of that going on. But some of the guys I train with, I'm not sure if y'all, I'm not sure if y'all know, uh, Yuli, Yuli the Monster Diaz. Yes. If you want to see a scary dude, check him out. That joke yeah. is scary. Yeah. I have, um, and I, the first time I checked him out, like, I couldn't sleep for two nights. I was so scared. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that, that has to happen. To, like, I'd have to imagine there's some opponents that are like, oh, I got to oh, work yeah. against him. There's going to be some sleepless nights. Exactly, right? Like, that's yeah, no he, joke. Like, nicest dude in the world, man, but you would you do not want to be staring at him across the ring. I can promise you that. Is that dude, no, I had a hard time staring at him dude. across the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> dude, so, the dude so, is – Oh, the, what are you saying? The dude is what? Yeah, he's 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 exactly what his nickname is. He's a monster, man. Yeah, and he yeah, he trains with he trains with us all the day. So yeah, there there's not there's not many people yelling at yelling cuss words at us while we're while we're training. No, cuss words. I got our gloves on, so you can get pieced up real quick. We just run over there, get some extra work in. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Hey, why don't you go practice falling down, bud? Uh, so yeah. so speaking of you know training and exercise, there probably has to be this one exercise one routine or something that you just despise and then if your trainer's watching then you don't have to say it so he doesn't throw a couple extra on them in right. but if he's not watching and uh doesn't plan on watching it you, you can let us know I, I doubt he's watching but um my trainer's dro- is growing a sick beard as we speak yeah like when i when i went when i left for my first camp yeah he's on the he's on the team now when i left yeah. I left for my first camp he was clean shaved i came back for the second the second camp my my man has a full fully grown beard and he's he's got the mustache coming out so that by by the time i fight he's gonna have it rolled up so check that out. it's cool it's cool man um Can't wait. yeah he does this he does this medicine ball thing and i actually i actually stuck my uh I actually did it to myself on accident so we have these slam balls they're you know just medicine balls and we had a 10 pound one at the at the gym yep. and you know we're slamming it on the concrete and we're doing this for like time reps and I, I slammed it and busted it. It shot the shot the cork out and there's sand everywhere. So after this fight, I, I bought a new one. And the one we had was 10 pounds. And I was like, man, I, you know, should I buy a 20 pound or should I just go 15? Something talked me into doing 15. And thank God because uh coach started doing these these uh medicine ball sit-ups, right? 
so you hold this medicine ball and you do sit-ups and you twist it each way, reach up, you know, you do so many stuff. So we're, and I hate this. It is the worst pain to put somebody through. It, uh, I'm, I'm up to doing 100 every day. It is horrible. If I went to the 20-pound medicine ball, I probably wouldn't be made. I probably wouldn't have made it because it, it kills me. That 15 that wow. we went up to, because we were, we were using this medicine ball after the dirt had been slung out of. So it wasn't even 10 pounds. It might have been eight. Yeah, but I was okay with it because um, it, it was hard. It was hard with just the, the it was hard with whatever sand was in it. It was already hard. So the fifteen, which is a is a legit fifteen, it feels like a mountain you're holding after oh. after about fifty reps. And I'm doing a uh, hundred every day, and it is it is pain after three reps. For so me. it feels like you you <laughs> go there and you eat way too much Taco Bell, and your stomach just hurts. I'm assuming <laughs> that's how I can relate. It. No. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it feels like how, heavy, how, how heavy was the one that you threw 44 feet? I think that was a 25 pound ball. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. I'm and he threw sure. it like you ever seen the keg tosses where they just did it. Yeah. 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 We were just out there messing around. That That's a bunch of like common NFL combine stuff. And I, I actually did pretty good when I, when I played college ball, I did, I did some NFL tryouts. I went to the combines and I did all that stuff and I did I did great in them. Um, I actually scored really high in every combine I went to. I went to an elite one, and that's all that was, was just a bunch of combine work. And I, you know, I had done it before, so I was pretty good. Yeah. The, the guy did say he said I've never seen anybody throw one that far. I didn't I didn't know how far I threw it. I just I knew I threw it farther than anybody that was there that day. So that, I was good with that. <laughs> yeah, I remember him saying something, and you could see it landed, and then you just saw the look in the guy's face, and they were just like, <laughs> I, I think, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was like 40, it was 44, 46, and they were like, oh, I've yeah. never seen one. I think he even said, I've never seen one thrown that far. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, that's a, that's I couldn't imagine. Me. Logan can't even throw a baseball that far. No, I struggle, and I coach. <laughs> He's like, oh, 60 feet of my throwing pitching practice night. We better move it in yeah, four to 44. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit of the fight outfit. Are you uh, Are you able to tell us kind of what you're rocking? Uh, Can you wear sequins? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, uh, I've I've never read like any stipulations on what exactly you can wear. Except you, I know you can't have pockets. That's you can't Fair. can't your car keys in your pocket. You know, your cell phone wallet stuff like that. I don't know about the sequence though. I think you. Uh, I think you could. It's it's not it's not like it's MMA or anything where you know the sequence will actually cut you because I got I got two daughters and a, and a and a bougie wife, so I know all about some sequence. Right. I mean, like quite honestly, I I'm gonna say it right now, I think they should design your your suit, your outfit. No, no. I mean she she kinda does with like, you know, with my my regulations in there. Which you know, I just I'm like, give me some black shorts and put some on it. Yeah. So if I gave her like full reign, there's there's no telling what uh oh. what she might do. Hopefully, yeah, she wanna, she wanna, wanna, it might be tarnished. Right. Right. Yeah, it could could be gone. Could be gone with just one <laughs> one wardrobe malfunction or one one uh full approval from by my wife. There's no there's no telling. I don't think she'd do me too wrong because she's got to live with me. So I think True. she'd keep it. She'd keep it. She'd keep it sort of legit. Right, right. The last time you were rocking uh, the black and the white, so I didn't know. You know, are you going to kind of? It sounds like you're going to have something similar to that. So, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty, pretty simple black, white, gray. I don't, I don't, I usually don't change it up too much. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. 
So I wanted to ask you, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but everybody's talking about the Jake Paul fight. All right. Everybody's talking about it. Um, you know, uh, if if it was rigged or if it was this. And, you know, I know last time we talked, you had a little bit of a perspective because we were kind of like, oh, how much would you get in the ring or something like that from Mike Tyson? You're like, yes. I'd get in there for the money. So obviously That's that sure. is a, a pretty good thing. So it's kind of a couple parter. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, do you think it's rigged, which whatever you can answer. Whatever. And then um, um, do you actually think he's a decent boxer? And what do you think about him actually fighting Mayweather? I mean, he's, okay, let's let's just be honest and real about one thing. They're never going to throw him in there with somebody who's a legit boxer. Nobody. They're right. probably not even going to throw him in there with anybody who is a legit boxer that does MMA. You know, he's he's picking his he's picking his guys right with the Ben Asterix and you know whoever the the basketball player he he fought with. Yeah. Nate Robinson. They're not going to throw him in there. Yeah, they're not going to throw him in there with somebody legit. Um, but he actually is a good boxer. I've, I've I've actually been to the gym where he's training at. He's actually sparred a couple um, guys that my coach trains. Yeah, uh, and he's not he's not bad. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him all the respect that he deserves. The dude works his ass off. So uh, and he's kind of sneaking up on people. You know, people are like, oh, you know, he's a he's a social media guy. You know, he's a, he's a YouTuber. He's 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 a joke. He has his money. He has a lot of money. He's not taking it seriously. He's taking it seriously. He he. From what his trainer told us, he said they get up in the morning. First thing that first thing in the morning, you know, they're, they're, they start training. Then he eats a little something. Then trains again. And he you know he's running. He he pretty much trains all day long. And I think he's been doing it for like it had to be like 20, 20 something weeks now. The dude's yeah, taking I mean, it seriously. Yeah, and even to be a fighter, step in the ring with a professional – they're professional athletes. Maybe they're not professional yeah. boxers. Like you're, sure. you're not a joke at this point, even though a lot of nah. people that are judging him are people that haven't ever stepped into a ring with him, you know. And that Absolutely. and that's not me. Like, I'm not judging him. I don't I, – I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the boxing and the fighting, but I've never been one to get in there. So that's why it was kind of cool to ask your perspective of it. But today, I think it was, or was it last night, they actually announced – that he and him and Floyd Mayweather are supposed to have an exhibition match on June fifth, with the stipulation that Mayweather hat can't break one sixty, and he has to be around one ninety. So they're going to give him thirty Ooh. pounds. Well, let's say that this. Could be you know, you know, Paul will last about three rounds because Mayweather will just keep backing up like he did against yeah. Pacquiao, anyways. Yeah, hey, yeah I don't yeah. know. At least I, for a little bit. Yeah. And, and I'd love to hear your take uh, on that, hearing that. I, I don't know if you've heard of that or not, but yeah, there was something that they, they kicked around uh, to, today or last night on social media. I, I wish they would let these guys like really go at it. Like, I don't understand why that, you know, they're paying them great money. Um, and, you That's know, an when. When Mayweather fought McGregor, you can't tell me Mayweather was trying to trying to finish him. You know, he was he was making a show about it. You know, he wasn't right. He, when when Tyson fought Roy Jones Jr., come on, man, that was, that was you know, y'all saw it. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. if they Tyson weren't trying to hurt each other, they had Mayweather you know they had like so technical against against McGregor. He knew that if he if he stayed away from McGregor for two or three rounds, he'd win because McGregor'd be tired. Yeah. But if, if yeah, Mayweather sure. actually went after him, there's a chance that McGregor was going to knock his ass out. Yeah. If he caught him, if, if he caught him with the right punch, which he shouldn't, but it happens. Yeah. Um, and he knew, he knew, see, boxers are smart, man. And I'm, I'm just now, yeah. just now putting my foot into like the boxing world. 
you get you get in the ring with a great boxer and he will he will tire you out. He will run from you that whole time and let you punch yourself out. And they they understand that there's no way that you can possibly train for that. That's just that's just a, like a boxing secret. You know, if they run from you, you chase them. Uh, it takes takes more power out of you when you swing and miss than it does when you swing and hit. And they'll just make yeah. you miss until you tire up. And a yeah. good a good boxer will will go in there with the mindset and he'll outthink you. And next thing you know, you have you know you can't feel your arms. And he's he's killing. You. But I wish they would have let you know. I wish they would let these guys like really. I know the Jake Paul and uh, Ben Ashley thing that that seemed legit. I can't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, ben Ashley seemed way too happy to get knocked out after the fight. They showed him like walking with his girl, and he's like smiling and laughing. He got a million for that fight. I would be smiling and laughing too, especially if I went out that quick. You know, he's going straight to the bank. Good for him. I don't. I don't know how legit it was. He he looked like he didn't train a day in his life. He looked like he didn't even sit up to get out of bed. Um, yeah. And he might not have. By, <laughs> yeah, just by the way he looked, man, he he looked horrible. Um, and cheap so he, he obviously didn't train. Fighting. Yeah, yeah, and it, and I when he fought, uh, they they were showing clips of him fighting. Uh, who was? Dang, I thought about this earlier, and I, and I nailed who the guy was. But he was on the ground just getting smoked, man. Ground and pounded. Uh, who was this guy? But I, I think, too, I either – I don't think it was, like, his first fight in a while. Like, he had been, no. I think, out of the game for a while. And like you said, even if he did train, who who knows? You know what I mean? And, and then, well, you would know. We wouldn't, you know, yeah. of the of – the, you know, the training that he actually did. You know, how much did he get hit? But like you said, I couldn't tell if he was so happy. Well, one, because he just got a million dollars. Two, because it was done. And he didn't really get that hurt. Or three, maybe he no. really did get knocked out and he was just having a great time in, in the concussion protocol. <laughs> Could be. Uh, Robbie Lawler. It, sh- it showed Robbie Lawler on top of Ben Asher just ground and pounding the shit up, bouncing his head off the mat. And he took those punches, and th- this is without a boxing glove on, so it-, it hurts a little worse. And he was taking those left and right, man. And he didn't not- he didn't get knocked out then. Um, he might still be kind of concussed from the Mazadov knee when when M- Mazadov kneed him in the head. He yeah. might he might still be out of it from that because. I mean, they do hit him with a good punch, but, you know, you got box gloves on. You used to get hit with a lot harder punch. That shouldn't have knocked you out. That shouldn't have slept you like it did. So, you know, there's always going to be that question, like, whether he took a fall or, you know, just, just took the shortest way to the bank. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, the next thing, it, well, it's already didn't take, it's already the next thing. Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather, which to me, that just blows my mind. I think, to go back to your point, we need a Jake Paul, Mike Tyson. No holds bar exhibition. Let's just let him go. Because I think Jake Paul's going to go in there. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Let's, you know, with his pen telly, Tyson's going to hit him once and he's going to go, oh, shit, I fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Take the, take the damn, take the governors off Mike Tyson. Take, you know, take the leash off of him like they had on him with his fault, Roy. You know, I think they had like a no knockout, no knockdown clause, no knockout clause. Like you can't knock the guy out. Man, and Joker's making millions of dollars. You can't. Let Even Roy, let Roy, Roy after the fight was like, oh, man, I've been hit a lot, and I've been hit a lot in my career, and those things still really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Tyson looked like he wanted to go 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 vintage Tyson on him. You've seen a couple moments where you see him, like, flashing back with these these body, vicious body shots and then, you know, body head like he like he does. And he, he was kind of – you could tell he was holding back from him. 
Um, maybe that maybe that was you know maybe they were holding his paycheck to make sure he he, he let Roy out alive. I don't know. I don't the trainer's know. going. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, don't do not that one, not that one. You can't kill him. <laughs> but I don't know, man. What I can't that's, break uh, it back. That's all, yeah, that's always that's always a question with boxing these days. It's like you never, you know, there's always some kind of rig or some kind of something that has to do with it. The the A the A sides the going against the B team and you know the A team always wins. So that that's kind of where ruin boxing is kind of you know it's still a part of it. You know, there's it's, it's always going to be that way. I guess that was kind of the good thing about when when the when MMA came out when the USC came out. It's like you know there was you know there was no faking shit with that because these guys are actually getting put to sleep. So yes. boxing yeah. is, you know, you all, you always kind of scratch your head with boxing and I don't think that's ever going to go away. No, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, um, let's, so let's, uh, let's say you rank your top four or five, um, fighters. So maybe they're MMA, maybe they're boxers, maybe they're, you know, bear, uh, the bare knuckle, anything that you want. We'll just, just kind of just to see some of whether it's your preference or, or if you know, whatever, like some of your favorite or some of the ones that you think are, you know, in the argument of always, you know, the top or some of the best. For sure. Um, boxing, I would have to go my, my favorite two boxes, one and two, whatever order you want. Roy Jones and his prime and Mike Tyson and his prime. Yeah. I'm from Pensacola, so I might be kind of biased with the Roy Jones, but in his prime, I don't I don't know anybody who was as fast and hit as hard as he did. He was, you know, to me, he was one of the greatest. Tyson, of course. Muhammad Ali was just a genius, man. He 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 was he took the, you know, he he I've seen a lot of videos of Ty, uh, Muhammad Ali when he fought, and he was just, you know, he outthunk you, he outfought you. He just he was a great a great fighter all the way around. Um MMA, I'd have – there's no way I couldn't say that uh, Bones Jones is not the number one fighter I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, aside from his personal decisions, his personal his personal life choices, yeah. if you're talking about just a fighter, Bones Jones has got to be the best person who's ever done it. I've never seen anybody destroy people like him. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, that, that, that would probably be my top top four right nice. there. Nice. No, no, that's good. And it's just cool because like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like we all have our tops, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing like, Oh, rank the top five and the greatest. And uh, so I just, you know, I'm just kind of curious yeah. who yours. Are. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, so if you could see any matchup, we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of do one more of these little things. If you could see any matchup, you know, that we've been talking about, you know, past, present, you know what I mean? Who would you would be like one of the dream matchups you know in their prime or you know maybe it's a future or maybe it's you know somebody in the present versus somebody in the past like who would you think would just be an awesome fight that you would think should be getting some of this big money through that these exhibitions are bringing um i would have to say i would have to say tyson versus ali man would be both of them guys in their prime um that's the one i would i would have to give it to ali Hands down, because I mean I, I don't know. You never know with Tyson. If Tyson, if Tyson gets, you know, if he he was a, he was in his prime, you couldn't touch him with a jab, man. He was he was so elusive. He could get around that jab, and once he got to that body, son, it was he was gonna hurt you. Um, I don't. I know Muhammad Ali was, you know, he was he was a brain. It's like he thought he outthunk his opponents. He wasn't. I mean, he had great hand speed and great power. Um, he was a bigger heavyweight, but I think his his best attribute as a fighter was his mind. He uh 
you know, he just he out he outfought his opponents and, and he beat them that way. Who do you think um, wins? Him and, I think Ali wins it. Shockingly, because yeah. I'm I'm a huge Mike Tyson fan. But I think yeah. I think Ali wins. I think I think he keeps keeps Tyson on the jab and he moves around and, and you know Tyson Tyson gets tired of chasing him and Muhammad Ali just you know puts him puts him puts him to bed after that. The thing the thing with Tyson, of course, everything ended within a round or two. He never had to go far. Never had and to go I, the distance. I think you're right that Ali would almost Mayweather him and let him run around for a while, and Absolutely. then he he he'd pick and choose. But I think if he got if he got in a swinging match with Tyson, Ali would lose. But he's yeah, too smart. Sure. To, he's too, he's smart too smart. To smart. Yeah. 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 And in the mental um, warfare, you know what I mean? Could you imagine uh, uh, Muhammad Ali these days with yeah. the social media? How much oh he God. would just, you know what I mean? Like there would be so much of a mental, you know, warfare that the opponents would yeah. already be at a disadvantage before he the, would. The he would yeah, started. he would drive. He would drive a guy like Tyson crazy with his crazy. with a. Uh, his yeah. shenanigans because he was doing it back then. And, and Tyson wasn't really – he couldn't really handle it that well. I don't know if you remember some of his press conferences, but – Oh, yeah. Spelling, spelling and <laughs> he texting would have really been his thing anyways. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would lose it in those press conferences. And these guys weren't even – weren't half – weren't even close to the way Muhammad Ali was when he talked. He was he was a different a different level of it. Yeah. He, well, he was an actor, a comedian – a politician, an activist, and a fighter all in one. Like before, yeah, he before did it was even, he, that's just who he was. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah he, he could pull that off. No, yeah, absolutely. Smart. Very, very. A lot of people compare early Foreman to a, a, a bigger Mike Tyson. But, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've never really seen too many videos of, of Foreman except for when he fought Ali. Uh, and I can't, I can't really say that Foreman – when he, he was in his prime was was as good as Tyson was. I, I don't know. I couldn't say that. I think the I think the footage doesn't allow our age to see that. If, yeah, if people yeah. saw him live, they can translate yeah. it. You know, like you it's watch cool. an elite fight and it still almost looks slow motion. But you know exactly. it wasn't. It's just yeah. it's cut yeah. up. When you watch a Tyson fight or some of the some of the newer stuff, I mean the picture yeah. is so good. You can tell exactly where everything's going. Yeah, and the frame yeah. rates on the camera, you know what I mean, yeah. and all the all that stuff was so so dated. Well, obviously because it was the times it was still good then, but yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, yeah, absolutely. So we started a little bit ago, a, a kind of a new segment. It's a rapid fire questions. All right, so just kind of for fun. So what I'm going to do is, you know, this is going to be the fighter edition. So the first name or unnamed that pops in your head when I when I describe something. Just just throw it out there. It's just kind of for fun, just a rapid-fire segment. So the first one, obviously, is who's – and it can be MMA, boxing, any any fighter, anything that you want to say out. Um, best beard. Best beard of uh, Roberto Durant. All right, all right. Who is one of just the biggest? Like, you think big, and you're like, that dude is a monster. Uh, Bob Sapp. Bob Sapp. Huge. Okay. Yeah. Hardest puncher. Bob Sapp's huge. Oh, man. Uh, Butterbean, baby. Oh, Butterbean. <laughs> Butterbean. Smartest. Ali, easy. Best dressed. Oh, man, I got I to gotta give it to Dante Wilder for his, his pre, pre-fight walkout uniform. Yes. He, he put it all on the line with that one. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, best tattoos. Oh, best tattoos. 
can't think. I can't really think of anybody that has tattoos. Yeah, that was an odd one. It was just I'd because say go with yourself. Well, I'm just well, I'm just saying too because both of you, you know, and your opponent this week are both tattooed. So I was like, yeah, best tattoos. There's yeah, there's that's, that's something. Like. That's something my wife said to me when I when I first got involved in the uh, BKSC. She said, "You got to get some more tattoos. These guys are killing you." I'm like, I know. They got you know, they got all kinds of stuff. Going on. My tattoos okay, are old. My, my tattoos were before, before I had kids. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Well, if all, I have all, to get some more money. tattoos, I will, sweetie. Right. If she allows it, you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. it's like, yeah. She gave me. She gave me the green light on something. I'm starting to think about it now. But, um, you know, I I had a guy. I got. I didn't have very many tattoos when I started, but a, a friend of mine was like a tattoo artist. And when I first started doing the MMA, he was like, "Listen, man, every time you knock somebody out, I'm gonna give you a free session." So I was like, okay, I can do that. Man, I had like 16 knockouts in a row. This juggler was tattooing me. Like, that's that's literally where all my tattoos came from. And I mean, awesome. I, I, I still I still tipped him, but, you know, he gave me all, – all these were free pretty much. That's a cool I dude. Him, <laughs> I tipped him for I – I don't think he knew what he was getting himself into, or or I, I didn't either. I mean, I had no idea. But it worked yeah. out. It worked yeah, out. No, worked he, out. Moved, he moved out of town, so, uh, so I, you know, <laughs> it, it, it all just kind of stopped. Yeah, it all kind of stopped for me. I wonder if he's got another fighter in the area that he is, and he has the same deal. Some, of, this, some of that sucks. No. He's like, <laughs> you win one, I'll give you two. Yeah. I doubt. I doubt he's struck a deal like that since uh, since me, because I uh, yeah, I, I had him working. I had him working when he didn't want to. <laughs> you only make a mistake like that once. Yeah, you do that one time. Yeah, you would think so. Um, so what's kind of one piece of advice that you might give kind of any, you know, younger fighter, any fighter that, you know, just might be looking to either better themselves or maybe kind of just jump into a similar career? The best advice I could give um, a fighter or, or, or just anybody in general, um, man, life is about timing. Uh, I feel like I'm living, I'm living timing right now. Did I ever want to be fighting at my age? No, hell no. I thought I'd be <laughs> way over this shit by now. Everything's starting to work out, you know, because my, my timing finally matched. It finally matched up. If you would have sent me to Miami when I was when I first started fighting MMA, when I was, you know, I started when I was 28. If you would have sent me to Miami to train when I was that age, the last thing I would have done would have been training. Probably would have went to jail somewhere around here. Like, I, I, it wasn't right. It wasn't. My timing was not all, you know, I actually moved to Miami a long time ago um, and it didn't last very long for obvious, you know, I, I tore my hamstring. I had to go back home, Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which, which was the injury that I had to take off, take, uh, basically stop fighting for, you know, timing is timing is in life, in every aspect of life. It's, it's, it's not about what you think or when you think it's supposed to happen, man. It's just, you know, whether, whether you believe in karma, God, Jesus, you know, whatever, whatever it is you might believe in, it uh, it's gonna happen when it's supposed to, not when you think it's supposed to, when it's supposed to happen. I got a family now, you know, I'm married, I got two kids that I love, and I could never be more grounded than I am right now. All I do is train. All I do is train. And all I want to do is sleep. So there's no there's no partying. There's no getting getting sideways for me. It's 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 I'm I, you know I'm on the grind. This is my moment. This is my time. It, it, it all just kind of happened like that. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, a lot of a lot of young people try to force things. Like I, I know I did when I was younger. You know, I, I wanted things to happen right away, and now I got to do something to, today to do it. Take your time, man. Do everything that you that you can do, and don't you know? Try not to force stuff because 
forcing things can lead you down the wrong path. We've so, all uh, been there. Yeah. Yeah. Just take your time and uh things don't if things are if things take too too much out of you to get them to work, probably not supposed to work at that moment. You know, there might be something that's supposed to be down the road that uh, that should happen. Absolutely. No, that's great. That's a great piece of advice. I love it. Yeah. I'm I I'm living that man right now. Like that that's that's my everyday thing. It's like, you know, I moved to Miami, my trainer dies. Uh, I don't have a gym. I don't have anybody to train me. Uh, I meet a Hall of Fame boxing coach, and I just joined a, a, a bare knuckle boxing organization. He also trains three or four other bare knuckle guys uh, that are all undefeated. So, could I have asked for a better situation? Never, never, ever. never. And uh, it happened. It happened completely by accident. Completely just by accident. Somebody set me up a. My wife actually set me up a personal, a personal. Uh, my manager called me one morning and said, "Hey, I got I set you up a personal training with a uh, this Hall of Fame coach." He tells me 30 minutes before I have to be there. I'm still in bed. This girl woke me up with this. I'm so mad. I'm cussing my wife, not cussing her out, but I'm yelling at him like, "I told you not to call him. I told you not to talk to him." Now he has us running around looking stupid. I'm going to train with this Hall of Fame boxer coach. And I'm about to show up late and. and one of my big, one of my biggest pet peeves is being late to stuff. Uh, you know, I just, I wasn't in the army or anything, but you know, I played college football. And we always had to be early. If you showed yeah. up ten minutes early, you were late. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 I'm, I'm huge about that. Like, you know, somebody, especially if somebody's doing a, a free, a free boxing session for me, I don't want to show up late on your clock that you're giving me free, you know, a free session. So I was, I was pissed, and I, and I, I, I told her, I said, I'm not going. I'm just not going to go. And she talked me out of it, and I went. Dude was the coolest, one of the coolest guys I've ever met, uh, you know, in my life. Me and him just clicked. Now, now I'm down here doing, uh, you know, eight eight week camps with him every time I fight. Awesome. It's, it's weird, weird how stuff like that just just falls together. Because I, really I was, dead. yeah, I was dead set on not going. I told her I, said, I ain't going. You know, I ain't gonna show up late for this man. My my manager should let me know ahead of time. Blah blah blah. I was pissed. Ended up going. I got there on time, actually, which is weird because, you know, I, I jumped out of bed with 30 minutes to get there. And I'm not from Miami. Don't know nothing about Miami. I'm, I'm, I'm map quest and everything. Uh, I actually got there on time. He showed up like an hour late. Ah, uh, <laughs> perfect. Well, my manager told me a time and then he told him a, uh, a different time. So he was on time, just a different time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. But, yeah, it worked out, man. And, uh. You know, I I couldn't be in a better situation, and like I said, it's it's just all falling into into place for me. So uh, I'm looking forward to April 30th. You know, the last fight I did was the first camp that I had with uh, Commander Zero, my coach uh, Orlando Cuellar, and I, it lasted 24 seconds. I didn't really get a chance to show anything that I've learned, which I'm okay with, and I'll be okay with that if it happens again in this fight, and I don't get to show right. anything at all. Um, but you know, I, I, I didn't really get to show all the stuff that I've learned, how I've improved as a fighter. April 30th, man, I, you know, I feel like Burns is a tough guy. He's going to last a little bit longer than the, the last guy. Yep. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll be able to, I'll be able to showcase a lot, a lot and how I've grown as a fighter, how, what I've learned, what I've, you know, cause me it's training myself. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's good. If you, if you don't have to show your whole skill set and you keep adding awesome. to it every fight, Absolutely. like that's, that's fantastic. Because when I when I did my first one, 
I basically me, me and a good buddy of mine from Pensacola, we just kind of just, you know, did what we thought. We didn't, uh, there was, there was no, there was no, no secret to it. There was just, uh, we watched a couple of videos of this guy and we said, Hey, we think he's going to do this. Neither one of us knew anything about boxing at all. We just kind of, after we talked last time, I did a little quick research on Quayar, your trainer. Yeah. And it was pretty interesting stuff. Like yeah. I, it, it lists some people. And so I didn't, you know, I didn't, I really didn't know anybody that he had trained, but like it lists mm-hmm. some people. So then I went and just read about them. I'm like, this, this is legit shit. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. I didn't know who he was at first. So when I met him, when I, when I showed up for this, this, this personal, I, you know, I don't, I don't really follow boxing. I, I, I do not, I do now more than I ever have, but then not at all. So I, I meet him and I'm like, Hey, what's up? We train. And I'm like, I like this guy. And he, I like his, I like his mood. I like his, you know, he's, he's right there with you in the, in the sweat. You know, he's not this, this boxer who just says, Hey, go hit a bag for 20 minutes. I'll watch you. You know, he's right there in your face holding the pads. He's getting sweat on, you know, you know, slinging sweat on him back and forth. He's right there in the mud with you going through this. And he breaks he breaks you down differently than he does the next guy. He sees the things you do right and wrong, and he fixes them right when he sees them. So it's like you don't, you don't sleep on anything that you're doing wrong. If he sees something you're doing wrong, he'll stop the whole, the whole practice. Hey, stop. Fix what you're doing. Send you back out there. And let you see see if you learn from it. So he he's like it's like he takes you and he strips you down to like nothing. The, there was times in my first camp I was just like, man, I just need to go just go sign up, you know, get a job at Walmart and push buggy something. I can't fight. He had me thinking, you know, he broke, breaking me down to you know it's almost like being in the army, so they, where they strip you from all your pride and then build you back up. It yeah. was almost like that. Cause I was just like, man, I can't fight. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm wasting my, I'm wasting my, my kids' time, my, my money, being here. You know, what am I doing? Imagine but you being a Walmart greeter. Buy some shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> buy some shit. Steal some, some, steal shit. some shit if you want to. I'm gonna chase you down. I'm gonna chase you down. <laughs> yeah. No, but he. Yeah. Then, then I, then I actually did some. You know, I, I looked him up, and I couldn't believe. You know, he. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm from Pensacola, so obviously I'm a Roy Jones Jr. fan. Um. My my coach now trained Tarver when Tarver beat Roy. He trained Glenn Johnson when Glenn Johnson beat Roy. And these are all in Roy's like pretty much his prime. Yeah. Um so he's the only he's the only boxing trainer ever to beat Roy Jones with two people. Which didn't know that yeah, I didn't know that until until I started training with him. You know, it's awesome. He's had like twenty six world champions. Uh yeah. and you can you can tell when you're around him why and how. Um Cause he's just, he's just, a, he's a, he's a mastermind. He's one of those people that you, you just see and you know, he's like thinking, he's thinking of stuff before he even gets close to telling you what it is the next day or something. He'll, he'll, he'll put it all together. He's like, this is what I've been thinking. This is what we need to do. And, you know, just come up with his these brain, brain, brain things. He's like, how did you think about it? Like what, what, what got you down this road, going down this road to think that he just, he, he, he it never stops. It never stops for him. Um, as a boxer, he's trying to fix you 24 hours a day in his mind. That's what you need to do awesome. and how, what drills he can do to get you to, to this point. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. I could, I could talk about him for hours, the stuff <laughs> I've learned from him and the stuff he showed me. Yeah. Good person to have on your side. And that might be an understatement. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. And, and it's yeah. cool because, 
You know what I mean? Like you could just see the passion and obviously you saying, Hey, I could talk about this for hours. Like it's just okay. a good, good relationship. That's it's awesome. It's it's absolutely awesome. So um we're 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 pretty much at the end of it. It went by super fast, like it always does. So what I want to do is I kind of want to just put you on the big screen, tell everybody what you obviously what you got going on, what you whatever you want to tell them, you know, about the fight, where they can watch it, anything that you want. And I know you're not nervous, but we're gonna go big screen with you. So are you ready? Big screen, let me ready. Let's go. Flex. <laughs> April 30th, BKFC, Birmingham, Alabama. I'll be the main event facing Josh the Hammer Burns. Tune in. If you're not a BKFC fan, I promise you, you will be after this fight. Um, there's a ton of great fights on this card. Tune in. Main event, April 30th, BKFC. Let's go. Do it. So there's a couple of different places to um, watch it. I don't know if there's like a certain pay-per-view site that, you know, you tell people to go to or if they just Google it. One that I saw was yeah. fight.tv. Yeah. Fight. They, they, they have I – th- I think they're doing this one on the app also, the, okay. the, the BKFC app. And I, I believe if you download the app, you can watch this one for free. They uh, they flip-flop uh, shows. They'll, they'll do a free show and then they'll do like one that's not on the app. But I believe this one's on the app for free, so – if you can't do it there, that, that it's on pay-per-view. Uh, Fight TV shows it, um, you know, stuff like that. His eyes are amazing. I know I've been lost Laura in the interview. I've been <laughs> lost in the interview. Had them all day long. <laughs> Nick Ape is buying it. So this is the link, everybody. You know, whether you're on any of the social media, this I know it looks like a long link, but this is the actual one. When you click this, it's right to the pay-per-view. Um, so you guys can check that out. I know that I'm going to buy it. We're going to have our watch party again. Uh, it's on the calendar. We're going to be here watching it, and uh, I'm super excited. Uh, not only to be able to watch the fight, but just, you know, we, like we said, we just kind of shoot messages, you know, on social media every once in a while to see how each other are doing and stuff like that. And I'm really thankful for you, and I'm thankful that uh, that you took a little bit of your super busy time. And I know we're taking away from your sleep and your family time, which is super important. So we'll let you go. Like I said, guys, 30th. All right, that's eight days away. Make sure you guys check it out. Go watch the fight. Go root for our dude, Dylan Kleckler. And then I can't wait for round three round when, he, when he's going to be having a title yeah. shot. So I'm super excited. We're going to be the only people ever go round three with him. Yeah, we are. Going round three, bro. So um, obviously, man, thank you so much for taking uh, taking some time out of your busy day. And uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely chat soon. Go get it. Yeah, thank, thank y'all, man. I love the show. Always a fan. See y'all, see y'all for round three, man. Let's go. Dylan Cluckler, everybody. Take care, man. Oh, oh, he's not mad. He was saying bye, and then I did it. But, uh, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. guys. Good luck. He's going to have you next. Absolutely amazing. We cannot wait for round three when he is ready for the heavyweight battle. Just an amazing guy. Again, hit that link. Go watch it. Fight.tv. Then there's even, you know, the, the big button that just says, pay-per-view or obviously download the app you can potentially watch it on there but who wants to watch it on a phone when you can watch it on your computer your tv or anywhere else right so thank you dylan for taking some some of the busy time it's just cool he's just it's just a world that you know what i mean i've never been a part of and it's just it's cool to kind of get the behind the scenes and just an amazing amazing guy what a gentleman yes what a gentleman like this this dude is he's legit and nick saying woohoo that's good. That's so, exactly how he sounds. Laura, thank you for being here. And thanks to every single person that took, even if it was one minute, 30 seconds, or you were here for the entire episode. We greatly, greatly appreciate every single one of you. 
And thank you guys so much for having, uh, you know, for taking some of the Thursday. It really does mean a lot to us. Thanks, Logan, for spending some of your Thursday with us. Well, thank you Dylan. for having me here. Always welcome. So, all right, guys, have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll be back next Tuesday, Triple T, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Toby's probably going to be back, all right? Yeah, unless he's on the road again. But uh, either way, uh, we'll be back in the next Thursday. We have a little bit of a cool interview. I'm pretty sure it's next Thursday. But uh, there is a uh, a guy who is an adult now who I grew up with. We were friends when we were kids. I moved away. Um, I moved away. He moved away. We kind of uh, you know went different paths or whatever. You know, are just families in there. But uh, like our, our our parents are like best friends, right? And uh, we just kind of uh, me and him kind of reconnected over social media a little bit ago. He is um, he, he's in a uh, podcast. He's doing some radio stuff. He's got a band that's uh, on Spotify now. They're getting a lot of momentum. So I think it's going to be a really cool show to be able to get him on. Not only catch up while we're live, but uh, to help promote his um, you know what he's got going on with a podcast and a radio show, his new band and him and myself have been working on a little bit of a side project that maybe we will release to the public next week. So thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that, Nick. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's next week. But if it's not next week, it's the week after. But I'm fairly certain it's the 29th, which is the day before Dylan gets a title shot. Yep. So, all right, hope you, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your night. Stay safe. Stay bearded, everybody. Take care. Bye. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.